Back to your bed. Hey. Welcome back, Yael and Matt and Shelly. Recap Halloween. Shelly. A new movie today. And Shelly is distracting us. And distracted by us. And yeah, she's <laughs> trying to rein her in. She doesn't want to. It doesn't work. Yeah, you might see it. If you're not watching, uh, you can enjoy <laughs> the video. Yeah. If you're not watching, you can enjoy the video. No, that's not how it works. No, you, you can just move to watch the video. And yeah, shut this off. Delete your podcast app. Go no, to YouTube. No, yeah, buy a new phone and... Yeah, we're, watch it on simulcast. I didn't finish my coffee. I'm going to get me a coffee. Okay, well, I'll bring us up to speed on where we are. I think this is day 23 of October. And we're talking about another anthology. This is kind of a, a who's who of horror people put this together and um, led by John Carpenter, the man who directed Halloween, Vampires, he directed two... He directed uh, Shelley, too. Two of these three films. Perfect horror film. And uh, he was also the the kind of the host, the crypt keeper type of uh, role in this. It looks like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> okay, he's skinny. Uh, he's Something a... in the teeth. <laughs> Before he got these teeth done. Yeah, so he plays a, uh, a guy in a, in a morgue who is talking about... No, uh, no biting, Shelly. No all biting. the dead bodies. He's looking at the slabs. He's scoffing about the fact that there's a bunch of natural cause deaths looking at the toe tags. And uh, he just wants a stab wound so he can play around in it. And uh, eventually he comes to some bodies and that, uh, that spins the tail and then that goes from there. But let's back up. Every episode we fill out a sheet and uh, yeah. we talk about it. Came out in 93, so if you can check out my shirt. I felt that this is the vibes of the movie, so I knew that I'm going to wear this shirt. Killer yeah. Clowns from Outer Space is yeah, the shirt. Yeah, it was kind of like the same vibe, a little better, like... Yeah, I'm wearing a Venom shirt. I think he uh, came out a little bit before 1993, but he was probably at the peak popularity back then during the Marvel comic books boom. Um, so I judge this by the cover. Me too. Instead of the cover. <laughs> I even didn't realize, but my dad, judging by the cover, it says Killer Clowns vibes. Oh, there you go. Perfect. I said it reminds me of a, a gory comic relief. What? <sighs> gory, like blood and guts comic relief being kind of on the silly end of things and it didn't take itself too seriously it wasn't like laugh out loud horror but um there's certainly some enjoyable yeah. light-hearted elements to it uh, my guess for the body count was 10 it said 12 i was a little off but i was closer because it was yeah. three yeah is there a death in every movie no, no the there was two one, in no. the first one yeah, no in the second one. And the third one, one. Who died in the third one? Uh, the third one was... What was the story? Okay, the first one, first one was <laughs> the guest. Eye. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I don't think no, anyone died in the third well, one. Well, the, the person that he got the eye from died. Yeah, but we didn't see a body. Uh, okay, all right. Well, But how if do we you have count all deaths? the bodies that we saw in the morgue, yeah. I won. 
Yeah, so pretty much we we don't normally count bodies that are just already dead. We can't we kind of need an on-screen death to satisfy our podcast bloodlust. Oh, yeah. Our and, needs. Uh, nudity, I said yes. I said yes too. I mean, it's 93. There's it's, it's by the year. That's how I go with the nudity. Yeah, and I don't know if the, I don't think this was theatrically released. I think it was made for Showtime because it said Showtime presents. There was sex in like real. I I saw a penis. It was porn. You saw moment. Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Yeah. What lightsaber? What? Mark Hamill, who plays Luke Skywalker. Yeah, but what did he say? What his is, lightsaber. What is lightsaber? Which is the uh, the swords that they fight with in Star Wars. <laughs> so. We saw yeah, his laser it cock. Like I didn't see his. Sex. I didn't see his cock. I mean, he, I saw his butt and maybe a little bit of taint, but um, it was weird. That's about it. It was the most sex I've ever watched in a horror movie, especially this yeah. year. I don't remember other years, but this one it was I like really we, we close the, up on on the butts yeah. pussy area. Butt pussy, <laughs> but yeah. But uh, I mean, there was some sex in three extremes. Yeah. Yeah, but not like that. No, it wasn't as sensual and uh, later rough. Yeah, we didn't see, like, butt's point of view. <laughs> the point of view of the butt. <laughs> yeah, that's what I felt. It was, like, in his butthole. It was weird. It wasn't looking out for When did you butthole. say the first death will happen? Oh, wait, I want to talk about the other nudity. We saw he just looked at we did, some we fake skipped tits. That. Fake tits. And oh, yeah, that was... Thing. Um, I guess that the first... Actually, I didn't write a time for the first So day. I won. <laughs> so you were the closest. Yeah. yeah, I said five minutes, and it was 20. Yeah. Ten. 20 minutes and 10 seconds. Yeah. Wait, did I write? No, I didn't write a time. Huh? Oh, oh, my well. God. Oh, my God. It's because you, you I didn't print enough Whatever. Yeah. organized sheets. Um, I said that, yes, there would be a bleak ending me too i think the second one had a bleak ending the first one didn't did it uh, i mean there was a did he kill her at the end no. lives were lost and I don't, a person I, who I worked the first day at their out. gas station shift was probably uh, emotionally tortured as a result of the trauma oh come on so that's right, every okay. movie it's, will right, be a yeah, bleak ending even okay, a comedy true true well that, that's i don't know about that because you don't know. know what happens like even in a, you like, think that, a disney movie maybe something happened i mean like frozen f- frozen one for example it did have a bleak ending because otherwise they wouldn't do frozen two hmm so you see, it's every movie you will have a bleak ending. Okay, what? all right. I'll, hey, I'm. Yeah. I'll guess. Okay, sure. Uh, I guess that a horse would be. No, an I'm gonna say yes died. to bleak, bleak ending on every movie. Every yeah, because every. Why? What happened after every that? Every actor in every movie, their life ends in death. <laughs> so that's pretty bleak. Yeah, they died eventually. Yeah. It's terrible. It's one guarantee in life. Death and taxes. Animal. I said horse. I said cat. And no on-screen animal deaths occurred. Luckily. Luckily. Thank you. So, first movie was... Do you want to tell? It was just called Gas Station. And I like movies like this because they sort of put you in the role of uh, what it would be like to be in this situation. So, we hear... uh, You see two people driving around a car, two girls, they're chatting. One is giving them a ride to her first job at work overnight at a gas station. And there's reports of uh, murders on the radio. It's one of those moments that 
that they put you in a situation. No, but you can. I would you could never go to work in a gas station, especially not alone at night. Now I've never worked at a gas station either, but I did experience something vaguely similar. So one time after a night of taking the most acid I've ever taken, I ate six. Do you know that your mom is listening to that? She's podcast? definitely. Uh, if if she is listening, mom, ground me, I'm, I'm, <laughs> please. Uh, take away my television privileges and, and then I can't watch any more horror <laughs> movies. Yeah, much. that's what I wanted to say. No more horror movies for you, Mr. Yeah, so we took some acid. He hasn't do anything. It was bad. It was not a good experience. Kids and, uh, don't listen. And I never took acid after that, so this is good. So kids, <laughs> take enough acid that it makes you take... Oh my take, God. Not want to take no, drugs kids anymore. kids don't take drugs. Don't um, do drugs. But the next morning... My friend who I was staying with, I can't use the word sleepover because we took acid and sleep is out of the question, but he started his first day at a gas station and I was just with him until I could get picked up by my friends at sometime around like one in the afternoon and the day started I think at six or seven and he was didn't have the key to the bathroom either so he didn't know where anything was. We were both in no condition to be even operating gas pumps, and uh, it really sucked. But So this girl gets dropped off, and uh, the guy... <laughs> she didn't do acid. That we, we didn't that we see, know about. We didn't see any acid on screen, that's true. Yeah. Uh, the guy who was working there was the lead nerd from Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, he looked a little bit less nerdy, but still kind of nerdy. He's working at a gas station. And uh, he's listening to the radio, too. Everyone knows about there's a killer on the loose. And he lets her in, gives her the kind of a tour. He's a, there's, you know, the door locks automatically behind you. There's a keys over there, public bathroom key, cigarette prices are on the outside, credit card machine, old school swiper thing where you indent the paper with the card number. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Very bad. I don't remember that. Very bad for uh, security purposes. Just leaving hundreds of credit card numbers in a gas station where people work low-paying jobs and if the internet was bigger then, could easily steal their information and make uh, purchases online. So he leaves, she's there, and then, uh, you know, different weirdos that come into gas stations at night appear. And one of them is just a guy who comes up asking for, I think, a pack wow, of cigars. Can I, say, I, I really appreciate now with my Apple Watch just go and tap. And nobody needs to take my card and touch it. I don't know. <laughs> right. I'm enjoying the corona. Like, don't touch me. Don't touch anything that belongs to me. Stay I mean, away. The first, the first customer pays with cash. And Which is the dirtiest thing in the world. That's right. why I'm like, yeah, with my Apple Watch. I think the dirtiest thing in the world anything. is the uh, inside of a bathroom stall. Yeah, but, we talked about it. Yeah. It's, it's true. Um, so, it changed my life with it, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, every time. You use a piece to, of paper Yeah, now? I can't. I, got it, to. it makes me feel bad, she like, got to. since you told me. Oh, you know what I do? I don't even lock it. <laughs> and so if someone comes in they feel bad and i say hey what's up man no no I'm, i'll just be a minute hang on hang on you will, you will, hold the, will you hold the door open for me we can save uh, some water yeah yeah um also another funny thing to do if you're in a one vacancy bathroom and someone knocks in is uh i used to say come in but you know other, other people do that so now i've started saying who is it <laughs> And then if they don't answer, which they most likely will not, say, no, what's your name? What's your name? My, 
<laughs> my name is Matt. Let's be friends. Um, Are you just, waiting? Do you want to pee on me pee? Are you, you sure not? You Why? Just, you just got to escalate. Yeah. No, I don't sit it's down. It's going to hold. I don't sit down to pee at, in public restaurants. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very happy yeah. to hear that as your wife. Thank you very much. I appreciate that no comment. I'm not against <laughs> sitting down to pee at home when you get comfortable, you know. Because also, sometimes a dog runs in, and one time I was standing to pee, and she attempted to uh, infiltrate my stream, and it was very stressful, and I ended up getting pissed all over the place. Oh my I, God, you I, didn't tell me that. And I was taking, because you were asleep, you were asleep. Uh, I was in the kitchen sink, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. Which bathroom? Please tell me. Oh my God. I wish we had that on camera. She just like she's very. She, she fell off the. Couch. I don't. I don't think she realizes that she's not that small anymore, so she's just like stretching and doing things like a cat, but then she ends up like rolling off the couch and stuff like that. It's it's really funny. Yeah. If you're not following us we need a on second, Instagram, we need a Shelly camera. A you second should, camera yeah. on there. Um, wait, I wanted to say something. Yeah, so what, I was what, peeing wait, no, wait, before what, bringing her outside because I didn't want her to pee that? in the house in the Our second bathroom. The okay. And uh, and so I, I let her in. We usually don't let her in the bathroom because she'll just jump in the tub. No, we don't let her in. It means I don't let her in. Matt yeah. is something I else. I follow the rules, but also at the same time, if it's first thing in the morning, I have to pee, but I want to take her out before she has to pee in the house so i let her in the bathroom so i could and watch then she her things that she can pee she can go in whenever she wants she's never peed in the bathroom no but she can go in whenever she wants well she can't because i always shut the door behind me now she's doing a mess when she goes hey, in the bathroom enough well okay so <laughs> um yeah so and me peeing so i didn't have to clean up her pee resulted in me having to clean up my own pee, <laughs> which uh, and she had piss breath all day no, she didn't get to the stream. She didn't get to the stream. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, enough with the zipper. Oh, my God. Wow, she is something special. We're the luckiest people in the world. I'm, like, the happiest person that we have her. She's fun, and if you think about having a puppy, and you are home most of the day, and you have time, get a puppy. I mean, seriously. Yeah. It, I mean, it affects it, your podcast schedule. And it doesn't matter. It's worth it. You have to it's, be it's worth it. it's very worth it. secretive about when and where you pee. But uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get to the, the episode. So the first person that comes to buy a pack of cigars is horror legend Wes Craven. That's who played the guy. And he's it begins a, a streak Where, of uh, the, more, what? He directed. What? He directed Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh really? Okay. All I didn't the Scream know movies. You didn't tell me. Uh, he produced Wishmaster, which we watched earlier this month. And he's creepy, <laughs> and he's, he's like, "I got some bourbon in the car. If you just want to abandon your post and just drink with the scummy old man." And uh, she says, "No." She has to study. She's a she's a medical student or something. So she's reading books, and then a guy comes, a homeless guy. Uh, well, was he involved in the production of this movie, or it was just like? Yeah, I think so. I think this movie was do done by John Carpenter. He directed the first two. He was the guy in the morgue, and Toby Hooper, who has directed like in the mouth of madness and a bunch of other stuff. Maybe he did the Hellraiser. I want to say, but. Um, he directs the third one and also has a small part at the end as someone who also works in the morgue alongside Tom Arnold. <laughs> Randomly, Tom, Ar Tom Arnold was everywhere. He was just hanging out, uh, riding Roseanne Barr's coattails. They were married at the time. 
She was Roseanne Arnold. And uh, so a homeless guy comes, a creepy homeless guy. Uh, excuse me, let me back up. Homeless guy comes third. A very, a kind of a Wait, handsome man. Wait, did we say there is a, a, a serial killer around? Yeah, yeah, oh. I did. I started that saying that they heard about it on the radio. And, uh, oh, the guy who who works there, he shows everything. He says, here's my number if you need to call me. And uh, so the... Yeah, it was a very short, like, teaching. Yeah, training, gas station, there's a button. Don't lock yourself out. Cigarettes cost this much money. There's the change. You don't even have to count the drawer at the end. Kind of sketchy. But, uh, so, like, a handsome kind of guy comes and he flirts with her in a uh, more appropriate, less creepy way than Wes Craven did. Pays by credit card. She steals all of his information, theoretically. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, hey, you know, there's a bar by campus. Maybe I can play you in pool. And she says, I'm not going to No, pool. she was kind of like flirting. She yeah, was like, mm-hmm. right. She was more uh, into it than with the guy who just offered to drink Shelly, bourbon in a, a parked car Shelly, outside no. of her workspace. And then... Um, no. So he no. he drives away, but she realizes that she still has his credit card. So she runs out to try to stop him from driving off and locks herself out. And that's where this dingy homeless guy shows up and Shall says, I need the key to the restroom. And she's freaked out because she's locked out and she's just outside with him. And honestly, this homeless guy probably could have peed anywhere. Or taken a shit, perhaps, but... He wanted the little bit of shelter. Stop her. She's biting the box. Shelly, no. And uh, so she goes over to the garage because she thinks there might be a spare key in there. And uh, No, I think somebody told her that there is. A, like Otherwise, she wouldn't go in there. I mean, it would... I mean, she had no other recourse. She knew she was locked out of the booth. So she went over there. And thankfully, the garage door is open, so she goes in and she kind of rummages around the office, inadvertently knocks over drops, a framed picture yeah. of the employee of the month, a guy named Bill, who happens to be Sam Raimi, who directed The Evil Dead, another horror connection in the first Spider-Man movies. And uh, so lucky I'm doing that podcast with you. I have no idea who those people Yeah. Are. Well, Thank I didn't know. I mean, I don't recognize, I, I recognize Wes Craven, but I didn't, I don't know what Toby Hooper looks like and feel like i've seen sam raimi but it looked a little bit different in the photo but uh so she finds a key and lets herself in the booth and gives the homeless guy the uh public restroom key and then uh, a guy comes up drives in with his sweetheart nobody nobody kind of tell he's been drinking and driving and he tells her uh he's gonna buy buy some smokes and put some money on the in the gas tank and then he asks to Nobody. use the restroom, and she's like, okay, Nobody. but there's a guy in there, and he's Nobody. weird. So can you check on him? And he's like, yeah, I can go into a gas station restroom and check on a weird guy in the middle of the night. I would be happy to. And then she comes out to help the lady pump gas. And uh, Oh, my God. I was so – I think that stop. was the most nervous part of the movie for me. She was like – she opened the door. She was about to go out, and I was like – no, 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 no. Yeah. I even I looked at you and I was like, no, yeah. no. Some people I watch... really didn't want her to get locked again because they're like both keys are inside and I don't think. And no. I don't know. I just See, I'm you put yourself about in the that... situation. So, no, yeah. I didn't. I just felt for her. Some people I mean, watch horror movies and say, don't go in that go... door. And you say, don't go out that door. Yeah. 
So yeah, I was really nervous that it will. So she remembers. Also, the it's key. like '93. It's like no cell phones. No. I mean, I asked you. There were rudimentary the cell phones. That... Zach Morris had one on Saved by the Bell. Just a real big thing, but. No, but she is they there. Weren't common. There is no way to call the police. I mean, on the third one, we got back into it. And... Yeah, although gas stations probably had pay phones outside and back then. Um, so she helps the lady pump gas. And then the guy comes out and he's like, well, he's just sleeping in there. There's a guy, there's homeless guy sleeping in there. He'll be fine. And they leave. And, uh, and then <laughs> we see something like a shadow in the background. And uh, she goes out to the garage again and sees the homeless guy is dead. Stop. Throat no. slit in the no. passenger seat. No. Shelly, no. And no. then we see uh, no. the original guy who trained her in the gas station arts comes out and he, uh, he's got a big machete. No. And he's trying to kill her. So she's Stop. running away. Stop. And uh, Stop <clears throat> she's running away. And Shall you have something to say about that film? She if tries not, to go into the bathroom. Decide. No biting. And no she biting. opens up one of the employee no. lockers. And Bill, the employee of the month from the shattered photo, is dead and stuffed into the locker. And so she's running out. And the guy is uh, trying to get her. He hits her. I mean, she hits him with a stool in the face, which knocks him down. <clears throat> but as we know from horror movies, you can't kill a killer with one blow. So don't rely on that. And, if you uh, forgot the rules, go back to watch Scream, yeah, the first get a little, one. Drink a little, drink a little bourbon in a car with Wes Craven, and he'll remind you of the rules. No, in, in Scream, in the first Scream. I know. Wes Craven directed that movie. Oh, okay. I'm you don't trying. need to go to meet him. You can just watch the movies. They say the rules. Okay. Wes Craven is also when... dead. You can't meet him anyway. Okay. Um, you can. <laughs> Ouija board. Right. We're in Halloween month. Yeah. <laughs> and so she, you know, they go back and forth. There's a lot of blood and he tries to throw down the death blow with his machete. And the guy who left his credit card comes back and saves the day. The oh, yeah. End. That's okay. Yeah, second movie. Let's let's do that a little. Okay, well, the, the first movie had the most stuff already. going on. The second film the second was hilarious. Film was, yeah, I love this one. Stacey the guy, Teach. the guy looked just like Richard's from Richard from Richard from Friends. He Monica's uh, boyfriend. He did like he had like a very round head and he had mustache. kind of a square head, I think. It's like big head and a mustache. He looks like Tom Selleck. Yeah, Tom Selleck, it's, right? He doesn't. Selleck in Hebrew, it's beat. Him and Tom Selleck both had mustaches and round and are, head, and, are and they're bigger tall. guys yeah. who, who are famous in the 80s. And I think it that's doesn't matter. Tom Selleck is much hotter than him, yeah. also as a Richard. She's going through a phrase where both, everyone looks like someone from Friends, and I don't know. They're both named Richard, and I thought that it's really cool. Yeah. It made me easier to know that name because I was like, okay, that I remember. Yeah, it, this one is just about a guy played by Stacy Keach, who who's a great actor, and he is very vain. He's losing his hair; his hair is thinning. He worries Remind that he's not going to be attractive. Uncles. Both of my uncles are obsessed with her. Like they have like hair around the head, and then like few hair here, so they keep them like long, so they can cover. Yeah. Like like Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah, it doesn't look good, man. You <laughs> arrive to a certain age. My other uncle Avram actually accepted it eventually and just like it goes bold and i think it's much cooler and they look good so if you feel like 
like you don't, don't have any down. more hair in the middle just like shave your head they feel like bold bald. bald men are much look much better than men with weird like yeah. hair around but this wasn't that pop it wasn't a popular look back in the early 90s to, to go full bald and embrace the uh, hair loss i used to remember seeing advertisements you know, on first... tv all the time for a hair club for men and there was similar things like that in the movie obviously they didn't use hair club for men but they just hair, did use a hair club for men what is hair club it was a, a, a service that they advertised to grow back your hair Oh, they still do that, I feel. I yeah. mean, I feel like hair for men, it's a very... I mean, it's very individual, but I have a lot of friends, especially like a few years there's ago. There's a TV that I show remember. called Friends. You're right. And oh there's my a character God. named Richard on it, and he plays That's by true, himself. but I don't think that there's any uh, bold-going people uh, stressed there. But I do have some friends that I remember as much younger that it was like, wow, this is a big thing. I remember it on my friend for years. It was like a real like thing for him. He was so afraid of getting bald. And then like the audio called the Miflatsim here when it goes. Receding hairline. Yeah. So when that goes, he was like really, really stressed and scared. And, and I don't know, I felt bad for him. I was like, I don't think that it's that bad. But but it was it was like a good friend of mine that I remember. And, and to be honest, he's a vegan now. And I don't know, he says that it made it better and to be honest it, it did a little bit yeah okay. it looks better but also it changed his lifestyle and is much happier person now so i feel like when you're getting rid of a lot of like stress it might make your hair grow yeah look at you no worries so far married so to that good. sweetheart or find a good woman that wants I don't, I mean, I don't want to jinx myself. Hair everywhere. <laughs> I'm trying to think what would be worse to have the receding hairline or to go bald from like the bald spot in the back, which works its way out. Because that's what, what this, like the, the yeah, bald <gasps> spot in the back. So this guy. He... The, for this one, you can just turn Jewish and just put a yarmulke on it. It covers right that. It's, yeah. I think that's why Jewish people wear I yarmulke. mean, for some people, it's not even a bald spot. It's a solar panel for a sex machine. I read that on t-shirts. So he's got the bald spot thing going, and he's combing his hair over. He's obsessing over it, and his girlfriend doesn't care. She doesn't care. She thinks it's. I silly. mean, that, that's the thing. So a lot of women wouldn't care as much as men, but then when a man cares about something like that, I feel bad. I mean, men usually don't care as much as women about like appearance, but then when they do, I do feel like, oh, that's like. Yeah. I mean, I could feel him. And he, I felt bad for him. He is a like, whiny wow, bitch about it, and it's hilarious. He's like, you don't love me anymore. You don't love me. And she's like, I do, I do. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, you can't love me like that. Yeah. And he sees the ads on TV. He goes to a salon. where He the, tried a lot of products first. Yeah. Well, no, the salon person uh, tells him there is no product. We could, I could cut your hair. I could shape your hair. And he, of course, has long locks. Beautiful and, hair. And is very 90s with his weird... Phrases By the way, in Israel, it became like super, super common right now to go to Turkey and do the implant. So every time that a man says he's going to Turkey now, it's like, you're going to get new hair. Ah, yeah, it's kind of like a joke already. When I came back from, from when I went to visit Israel the first time a couple of years ago. So I remember when I landed in the airport, I saw like a group of very, I don't know, monkey men with those like things on their heads and I was like oh my god that looks bad <laughs> like some bandages on their heads and they're like I don't know like five or ten of them <laughs> it was yeah. a little scary I was like wow 
So he gets his hair styled, and it's in a way where it's sort of like a crown, where it's all kind of sweeped in on itself. And he's not satisfied with it, so he buys a bunch of products like hair dye and bald spray on bald spot is the greatest. Like that, you just and he just lays it on thick. It looks like black paint. And his girlfriend comes over and obviously laughs at him about yeah, it. Yeah, my uncle used to remember. I don't know if he still does it, but he used to dye his hair by himself and then keep like a lot of like stains around. Yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, and but again, like it makes people happy. So I'm like, sure. He, he wants it. He wants to wear a toupee, and she's laughing at him and yelling at him. And he's very sensitive. Don't touch it. Don't yeah, touch it. yeah, that's right. Like men, if you do feel bad, I mean, use like products if it makes you feel better. But to pay, no, no, this is this is ridiculous. Yeah. And she kisses his head to make him feel better, and she just gets black stuff all over her face, which he laughs at, and then he's realizing, oh, that's because of me. <laughs> and so she leaves because he's ruined the night, and she says, "Wash your head," and uh, and then he just goes back to watching TV ads. He even sees like an ad for like a chia pet type thing about growing grass, and so he's like, everything is it, it just embodies everything that he's obsessed with. And then he decides to go to the doctor who's advertised on TV. And uh, he has a meeting. There's a nurse there who is dressed like a sexy nurse costume for Halloween. And she talks like a sexy nurse. Yeah, she's dressed. all over him and touchy-feely. Mm, this will be good. And I like this one. <laughs> yeah. He explains that not everyone is right for the and treatment. she didn't look like no one from Friends. That, she did, that means she looked like someone from Friends. You just said a double negative. She didn't look like someone? Like anyone? She didn't look like anyone, it would be how to say it. Okay, anyone from France. Yeah. English lesson. Yeah. Thank and, you. And uh, so he goes through, like they analyze him, and then very uh, early 90s technology, they just show his face with all the different haircut possibilities. Yeah, that was cool. And he chooses the one with the long hair. <laughs> the worst hair. one. They call it the savage. It's like shoulder-length hair. And, uh, and so they go through the procedure, which they don't really go into, but they just say that he's going to wrap his head in a bandage and they do something to it. And then the next day he'll unwrap it and he has long hair now. And he does that. He takes off the bandage the day after. And voila, just came back from Turkey. And he looks hilarious with like he has like long really rock long, star hair. Cool hair. And he loves it. He's brushing it. He's playing in front of the mirror being like, Yes, it is my hair. You know you can't touch it. You know, all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, this was cool. I liked it. He's showing off. He's got confidence. He's driving he goes, around yeah. town. He goes His to hair the hairstylist. He goes to the hairstylist to cut it a little bit already. First day. Yeah. And all the women are like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Wow, this is incredible. This he's, is amazing. He's the talk of the town. The his girlfriend is coming back and she's in shock. She's like, oh my God, how did you do that? And she obviously loves him a little more with the hair. And I uh, No, like, I don't think that at all. I think, yeah, I think she's like just that. happy that he's not being a whiny bitch anymore about his uh, hair loss or hair thinning. I would love you with any length of the hair. Just don't go bald. Okay. I, mean, I, I might shave you. half of it. No. I might cut into just a in the male pattern yeah. baldness. No, just in the middle. Yeah. And so he... Uh, Love you know hair. he's he's loving life and uh, they but they still get into an argument because he uh, you know she's she thinks that he's cheating on him or something and so she has to come over so he sleeps alone and then his hair grows like six inches overnight and, uh, and it he, starts to grow from his face and from and his mouth the inside of his mouth from like the back of his throat so he's like 
doesn't feel good. He's sick, and he tells her not to come over. That's right. He's sick. He's, he's feeling sick, and he goes to sleep again, and he has hair on his face coming out of his cheeks now, like above the beard line. His mustache never grows, <laughs> which is great. Uh, but um, <laughs> So it keeps that on him, and he just looks like a caveman, and he cuts his hair, and his hair is alive. It's just little animated snakes. Yeah. They're crawling out away like what's her name medusa yeah medusa okay i mean medusa has big snakes for hair yeah so he's just like His smaller ones tiny little hair yeah. do you know that medusa in hebrew is a jellyfish no I didn't medusa so it means if she turns you to stone if someone pees on you <laughs> yeah might uh, yeah, oh, yeah why not yeah you should try that i mean you're already stone what do you have to lose yeah to become to stone again no yeah and i so, like this hour to do podcasts i feel more alive more happy like the podcast well we're also happier. talking about like a funner movie it's not like about no i feel like child we talked rape about, no something. we did talk about yeah. fun movies but then when it's late i'm exhausted should yeah. do the podcast more in the morning well you know what let's start recapping before we watch the movies so <laughs> we're not as tired and we just like write our predictions about the movies and discuss how our version would yeah, go. Yeah, it was a movie last night and now we're doing the history go. Yeah. Um, so he's freaking out. He's cutting his hair. He goes to see the doctor and uh, they it, he explains that uh, he's an alien <laughs> and they came to this planet because humans are super vain and they're going to be taken over by using the hair or something. So... He goes insane. I forget how it even ends. He doesn't kill himself. He, he, I thought he was going to jump off a building or something because the guy in the no, morgue just holds a plastic it, bag it filled with human remains. Brain. Yeah. So he, he looks like he's like not World domination like from a hair clip like a for zombie. men. So so that ended the, uh, the second of the John Carpenter movies, which I thought was kind of good. This one was a little bit more comedic. The first one was a little bit more... Uh, yeah, like you're freaked out just because someone's gonna lock themselves out of a gas station. <laughs> but oh that also, was the scariest part. It's in also it. slasher, a slasher yeah. movie. The third one. Let's keep going. We've been like half an hour already. Okay. Uh, the third one was my least favorite. Okay. You're a guy a that looked Toby like Hooper fan. Yeah, he looked like he reminded me of David Spade for some reason. I don't know why. He talks with a southern accent, a, doesn't look like David Spade, has no, brown hair. He did. Uh, like a light David Spade has had a mustache, yeah. Yeah, no, a light one, well, like a small one. Not like Tom Selleck's mustache. So this is not, a... Not, not a Richard's mustache. Yeah. If your name is Richard, you have to like grow a mustache. That's, I feel like, <laughs> Richard comes with a mustache. Yeah. So this is Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, the voice of Chucky in the latest movie. And the voice that of we the recapped. Jo- and the voice of the Joker in Batman the Animated Series. This season. And he, I feel like he was in a movie that we watched last year too. I forget which one, but he didn't get some great roles in the eighties and nineties like Harrison Ford did. But we like Mark Hamill anyway. He plays a minor league we? baseball player. We, me, and Venom, because Venom and always Shelley. talks in and the Shelley. we. Yeah. Don't say her name. <laughs> Beetlejuice. So uh, Mark Hamill plays a baseball player. He's a minor leaguer named Brent. And uh, he just had a good game at the ballpark. He calls up his sweetheart, and she says, "Oh, you gotta come home. I got some big news for you." And so he's then like, I said, "Either she's pregnant, or she ruined the refrigerator, and he needs to buy a new one or to fix it." Yeah, she needs a man to come and one take of the charge. Two. Yeah. 
So he's looking for the right cassette to listen to. Uh, this is a second consecutive movie that has cassettes in it. After yeah, before the that, House right the after the game, the, uh, his coach told him that the Rangers are talking about him. So you feel like he's about to become a big star. He's gonna get and called it's up. Like right on time, and he's driving in the rain, and he's trying to reach to the cassettes box. Yeah, he wants the that that sweet mixtape. Mm-hmm. This seat next to the driver, and then a deer comes out of the road, so he spins the wheel and he crashes, and a giant piece of uh, glass goes through his left eye, and he's brought to the hospital. Yeah, and here I already thought about the movie The Eye. Was uh-huh. it called The Eye? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that we recap last year, which I love the idea of Didn't the eye. Didn't we watch eye. two of them? Because it was like a remake of the Japanese version. We or... did, and they put it on my yeah. list, but we didn't find it. You see, the We eye watched two. the remake version. Yeah, yeah the yeah, American yeah. one with Jessica Alba, I think. Yeah, I think so. And the idea was, um, I, I love the idea. I thought it's really cool. Yeah. She, so... She's like a blind person, and she got like implants, uh-huh. eyes. But he and is not blind. she sees horrible, like horrible things. But he's a ball player, and he needs both of his eyes. His left eye, because he's a right-handed batter. That's the one that faces the pitcher, so you got to see what's coming at you. And uh, so a, a doctor recommends a very controversial eye transplant and says, well, I happen to have this And his uh, doctor said, like, here. I'm suspicious. Yeah, I am suspicious. Uh, don't be suspicious. Don't so he does it, and he's like, I will tell so you, uh, it is a brown eye, so... <laughs> We're gonna have to get you some so like, no, lenses. so I don't want an eye. Yeah, but he's it's all either for blue it. or nothing. If he's gonna play baseball again, he needs this, and if it doesn't work out, whatever. It's no, he's so still he said, in the same situation. No, but he sa- he says the problem and he gives a solution right away. He says like it's a brown eye, but don't worry, we can we can put like like lenses, like colored les- lens lenses. Yeah, so it will look almost the same. It's okay. That's true. So, Are you recapping what I just said? <laughs> Is there an what, echo in here? Did you say that? I did. I just said that. The lenses? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Wow. I this was is busy. Good. This is good. Pod- you were busy waiting to say that exact thought, so you weren't listening to me. <laughs> I was okay. busy building the sentence in my head. There's an echo <laughs> on this podcast. All right. Now listen. All right. And so they do the surgery. He gets So they the do the eye. surgery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then he starts getting like these weird flashes of of, uh, of different things. He sees a woman coming out of the grounds, this dead corpse coming out of the ground in his backyard. And he's freaked out about it and uh, it just becomes like an ongoing thing. Yeah, it did go a little By the long. way, his wife pregnant. The refrigerator is fine. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. She surprises him by giving him a crib as a gift. Yeah, the, she's five weeks pregnant, but she already well. Had a that's crib. her creative way of telling him uh, you're going to work hard, baby. Yeah, that, <laughs> that she's pregnant, you know. No, you, she first she gives him it. a letter like from mom to dad, which I thought. Well, it's the card that goes with the present. Yeah, but this is enough to tell your husband that that you're pregnant. I mean, you don't need to buy like I don't know, like redecorate the house now for so like, just baby a card safety. that says here, yeah, just you're like, a dad. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, clothes for she first, knew they were gonna get a bed grade. for the kid anyway. So. You're gonna be a father. These are your, the clothes of the kid when he's gonna be twelve. Yeah. Okay. And this is a yamaka for his bar mitzvah. Yeah. So <laughs> let's speed through it because I mean, th- so what I've noticed so far is that <laughs> also, do you know something? It's bad luck to buy furnitures to a baby that didn't born it. 
that it hasn't been born hasn't yet. Hasn't been born yet. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have time to build a sentence. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I would say the same sentence as you did. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's bad luck, and it's definitely showed in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we gotta. I mean, I've noticed in all the anthologies that we've watched so far, and we watched a lot. It's not like a building. It, it's either you know, like the first movie it tries to grip you. It's usually the maybe the best of them all, and what, then the first one? and then the third one I feel like is usually the worst. Yeah, but that's not the case in all anthology movies because I really uh, I'm thinking of the movie The Tales from the Dark Side, and I really like the last movie in that, which Tales I think was the Cat from Hell, based on a Stephen King story. Wait, you, I don't think wait, you've seen no, Tales no, from the wait, Dark Side. No, I didn't. But the the movie, what was the other one that we watched? The Monster Club, the third movie. The third movie in Monster Club was the one with the... Uh, oh, yeah. I also didn't like it. The human... O- I didn't like the it the most. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was my least favorite. And, and the then third the, of Three yeah, Extremes the was the was, weird Japanese yeah. girls in the box. And then in this one, that was... My, yeah, good. You're right. Yeah. So... I feel like I liked the second ones in all of them the most. Yeah? Ah, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Yeah, so, so, they're so whatever sex. he has the, all these flashes and he doesn't tell the wife what he's seen he's just trying to like snap out of it he thinks he's that like, they're yeah, headaches it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay and then he has uh like a, he's when he's building the crib he, he has like a flashback of a a mother putting out a, a cigarette into a into a kid's face and uh and then when he's having sex with his wife he sees uh, a corpse and he just starts having sex with it even harder which is very kind of disturbing and he and bites his... her in the in her shoulder yeah lucky her that she's not a pole dancer i mean this shoulder it looks like it's important yeah i mean you... <laughs> every time they see like people getting injured or something i'm just like comparing it oh my god you can't do a shoulder mount on this shoulder now <laughs> yeah but i'm a good coach so i feel like i know what to do do the other side luckily she has two shoulders so right. if this was the stronger one it's even better she can even better. finally work on the weaker one so he confronts the doctor <laughs> saying like who was the person that you gave me the eye from and the like doctor has no again. patient uh confidentiality and he just says well you know it was this guy and uh <laughs> he was a murderer and so he goes to the library of course how did he die in, in a gas chamber yeah he just died in a gas chamber and, and in the uh, he was executed <laughs> and so he researches him and he's like okay everybody he was abused since he was a kid and everyone that he killed he also sexually molested afterwards and, and so, they were all blown. Yeah, and he digs up his, his backyard where he vi- had the vision that the, the vision that the corpse came out of. He finds feet. We don't know if it's real or part of his hallucination. And then he eventually, the the wife uses the power of the Bible because he would read the Bible to try to put these crazy thoughts out of his head. And she read, but the the word of the Bible isn't what she, takes him no, out. No, no, before the that, he, he tied her hair to a chair, and I have a very uh, like smooth hair. She had the same. You can't do that. I mean, if I'm gonna try to, well, let's make try him, it now. We get a coffee table right here. You can try. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. Look, even if I'm gonna Lean do now. just just a knot, you see, one, two, three, and it's gone. Yeah. All right. Well, it's. I bet I could tie your hair to this coffee table on the podcast. and uh, All right, come on. But then you have to stay like that. It's going to hurt. For the rest of the podcast. All right, here we go. If you're not watching, sorry. This, this is some <laughs> great video content. All right, so right now. Special, the extras. I'm uh, 
This is ridiculous. I'm gonna end up with dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah. You're just using this as an excuse to go to the salon and uh, have your hair cut afterwards. But... <laughs> No, I'm pr- I promise you. I'm not candy. doing this. All right, for, forget this. Um, we'll save Maybe. it. Save it for the scared? save it for the bedroom. Oh I'll my look. god, let's do that to you with your beard. Yeah, that might hold. Maybe, but um, it ends with him. Can I still go to the saloon? <laughs> it's not the saloon. power of the word that's in the. When you uh, say salon or saloon? Salon. If he if he went into an old west bar, I would say that's saloon. Saloon. Okay. Yeah. I always I always mix it, and your mom is always making fun of me. Yeah, really? she should. Yeah, no, no, it's funny. I always say like I need to go to the saloon, and she's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna, I'm gonna have an, an old west bartender style my hair," and then. Uh, I th- I think that sounded like I missed the mo. I mean, I just like keep saying saloon. <laughs> so he uh, shoves something through his eye, and to to stop the demons, maybe killing himself in the process. We don't. It kind of leaves it ambiguous. And then we go back to the mortuary, and creepy Steve Buscemi, John Carpenter is there, <laughs> and he's he's playing with bodies. And, oh, uh, I know his name. Okay, now never mind. Yeah. It just... And so he's like, he hears he was in noises. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, God. I'm kidding. He hears noises, and he's like, oh shit, there's someone here. Time to get in the body bag, and he's dead. I guess the whole time. And, and he keeps looking at the camera. And, like, and the then uh, are... Toby Hooper and Tom Arnold are the morgue attendants and they come in and they're like let's cut him open he even doesn't put his mask on it was before the corona yeah he keeps the mask down and he's like cutting him and like his face is getting if you're listening to this in the year 2029 uh 1993 was pre-coronavirus outbreak yeah uh so they cut him open (laughs) they just saw his chest open and then they uh get the head saw but he's up and he's like, oh, what a predicament. Oh, well. And then the movie ends with some rock music or something. But uh, yeah, fun fun little anthology film. Body yeah. bags. Check it out. Send them home in a body bag. And please let us know if you're listening. Oh, I feel like we're alone here. Uh, you and me. No. And Shelly sometimes. But she is here. So Beetlejuice sometimes. Yeah. But I feel like it's you and me and we're doing it for ourselves, which I still have, I'm still having fun. We've got some people who have listened. I don't know if everyone's going to be listening to it every day All as we them. put it out. But maybe they just like a movie and they'll listen to what our yeah. thoughts are on it. All right. Thank you for listening. I'm Yael Gavish. This is Matt Kona. Shelly is asleep. See I'm you later. Up. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Bye. Grow your hair.